Hey there, and welcome to Brushes with Cancer Southern Region Spotlights. I'm Lee. I spoke with artist Tracy Strange about her experience in the Brushes with Cancer program, the strong connection she felt with the woman who inspired the piece, and what she learned from the process. Tracy, can you tell me about how you got involved with the Brushes with Cancer program? Well, a friend of mine reached out to me who participates as an artist in the program. I believe it's her third year and suggested that maybe I apply to be an artist. I've been posting my art on Facebook and she thought that I would be a really good person to commemorate somebody's journey in the cancer struggle. So I filled out an application and submitted some of my artwork and I was really pleased when they accepted me. And what were you expecting to get out of the experience? Well, at first, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest with you, because I haven't been making art for a very long time. And it was really intimidating to think about trying to put somebody's journey and something so significant in their life into a piece of art. So I, I really went into it not knowing what to expect and, and, and really filled with a lot of intimidation because I just really wanted to do their story justice. My hope was that I would be able to pull that off and that I would make a connection with someone and make a new friend. And Tracy, can you tell me a little bit about the art that you make and your artistic style? Collage has always been the type of art that I've enjoyed. Usually it was on just paper. Um, but the last couple of years, just being at home more with the pandemic, I started to uh, experiment with acrylic paint. And so it's a multimedia style. I usually will do a, an acrylic paint pour and then collage on top of that. Sometimes paper, sometimes wood, sometimes pieces of material or, or broken jewelry or dried flowers, a lot of natural elements, uh, things from nature. And, and really I've come to a point now where anything is a canvas. Sometimes I, I will make my collages on tile, sometimes on bookshelves. Really anything is art in my opinion. So how did you approach this process? How did it work between you and your muse? So she lives in San Francisco and I'm in Austin. And so we, we met over Zoom and we were given a, a list of questions, you know, to just kind of help us know what to ask to get the process started. But when we first met, the connection was immediate and very powerful. We found that we had a lot of common interests and just were interested in a lot of the same things. And so the conversation just flowed really naturally. We didn't get to meet as many times as uh, we would have liked. Just life happens and things would come up. And so it was very hard to coordinate our schedules. But the goal was to try to meet, you know, once a month or once every couple of months just to get together and, and talk about the experience that she had in going through um, cancer treatment. I didn't really ask any formal questions until I started to get an idea about what it was I was going to do. And then it was just simple things like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite number? Just so that I could incorporate pieces of her in the entire piece. And how did you approach creating a piece of art from the conversations that you had? The piece itself is a pyramid totem is what I call it. We had a lot of conversations about totem animals. 
Uh, she shared a story with me in one of her surgeries where she, she died on the table and she came upon her late grandmother and her grandmother told her, you're not done yet. You need to go back. And her grandmother was surrounded by dragonflies. And um, it was just such a powerful story. And I, I said, wow, the dragonfly must be a spirit or a totem animal for you. And she said, oh, yes, they're never far away. Um, I see dragonflies every, every day, all the time. And so that kind of gave me the idea, like, hmm, maybe we're onto something here. I asked you know, her if she had a spirit animal, and uh, the conversation just took off from there. And so I decided that I was going to make the, the focal point initially about totem animals. There were three that she spoke about. I decided to make it a pyramid because she said that from all of the scars from her surgery, she felt like a patchwork quilt. And so I thought, well, how could I represent that in a piece of art? So I decided to take, instead of one canvas, four canvases, because four is her favorite number, and sew them together like patches on a quilt. And so that was how it got started. And so the the bottom of the piece has two canvases that are tightly sewn together. But what I did was replicated medical sutures. So it's a patchwork quilt. And then there's another canvas on top. The sutures are a little bit looser than the first two at the bottom. And then at the top, there are no sutures um, connecting the, the final canvas on the top. And it's really to signify how, you know, she's being held together by something else. But then as she transcends to the top of her story or to the top of the pyramid, she's holding herself together. So it's really symbolic of her strength. And throughout the piece, there are images to signify these totem animals. It's the dragonfly, the snake, and the wolf. And then when you get to the top of the pyramid, there is a tree and in the tree amongst the branches are all of the power words associated with those animals. Because I wanted to just, I guess, represent the things that she described to me and um, the display of just strength that she has and how these power animals or totem animals represent that, those qualities that are inside of her. My favorite part of the painting actually is so Lindsay has palsy from one of her brain surgeries. I didn't even notice it really when I first met her and saw her on Zoom, but I told her how beautiful I thought she was. And she put her hand to her face and said, sometimes when I look in the mirror, this is all I see. And so you read the, the pyramid from the bottom up and the first panel is a mirror with a face over it. And th there's like a brain with a, you can see a tumor in the brain and around the mirror, it says you are more than what you see in the mirror. And then when you get to the top of the pyramid where the tree is, where all those power words are for the totem animals, there's little pyramids that are mirrors amongst the tree. So when you look straight on at the tree, you're seeing pieces of yourself and the power words. So it's to remind her that she's a lot of different things. She's not just that that she sees when she looks in the mirror. Wow, that's really powerful. Tracy, were there any challenges that you encountered during this process? And how did you work through those challenges? I got a really powerful start to the project. And then there was a lull in between our meetings. So it, it took a bit before we could meet again. And during that time, I needed to just connect with her just to receive additional inspiration. I kind of I got stuck during that time. I, I kept 
kind of collecting images or putting things together that might work and just kind of trying to tune into that initial energy that we had, which actually worked out really well because then I ended up incorporating a, a mask into the piece that it was really quite synchronistic. Um, it's a wooden mask, a tribal mask from Africa. But the the forehead of the mask has a snake on it. And I found it at a thrift store and I was like, well, this might be cool. But I, I didn't know if I should put it in the piece because I didn't know if it was really her style. So I wanted to wait until I met with her again. And when I showed it to her, she was shocked because she said that she lived in Africa for a short period of time when she was young. And her mom's house is filled with these tribal masks. And uh, she was just really amazed at how I was able to kind of tap into that, even though we'd only met briefly, probably a total of an hour and a half of conversation over two meetings. That was the initial challenge. Um, Over the course of the project, I took a lot of risks with this particular piece. I tried things that I've never done before with my art and worked with materials I've never worked with before. So that didn't always go as planned. There were definitely times where I had to start over. There was a a couple of the panels I I actually had to redo. So there were some tears and some some meltdowns and some frustration. But overall, it really kind of pushed me to the limits of my capabilities. And um, I feel like I'm a much better artist, you know, as a result of that. When it was all said and done, the piece is four feet tall. (laughs) And so it was quite a a big difference um, in just the size and capacity of the art. And Tracy, were there any unexpected things that happened over the course of your collaboration? Deadlines are never an issue for me. Um, But what I found is I've never had a really had a deadline creatively. It's always been, you know, with my full-time job or in the professional aspect of, of life. And it's really hard to be creative and to create a project and complete it when you are tuning into your creative self and you have a deadline to meet. And so the amount of actually stress and anxiety that I experienced as a result of that was very unexpected. It seemed that every time I tried to put the last final touch on it, I would overdo it or in, and then make a mistake. And then it was like I had I took two steps back. That was really unexpected because my art usually flows. It's pretty straightforward. I start a piece and it just kind of goes on out to the finish. I've never had to go back and fix things and redo them. And again, I feel like that really challenged me and just made me a better artist. And Tracy, do you have any personal connections to cancer that helped motivate you to help get through some of those challenges that you just described? I do. It's largely why I wanted to be a part of this program. I actually have a a lot of history with cancer. I worked at Texas Oncology when I was in my 20s for about five years. I was the chemotherapy patient service rep. And so that was a really powerful time in my life, you know, over the course of five years, you get to know a lot of people some people get better, some people don't. It was a very emotional time, but I would say some of the best years of my life. On a more personal note, I have um, lost numerous family members to cancer. I lost my mother and both of my grandmothers within an 11-month period when I was 16 years old. And then my father died in 2010 from cancer. And actually, during the course of this project, uh, one of my very dear friends she had a cancer and um, she actually died in February. Uh, yesterday was actually her birthday. I'm so sorry, Tracy. It was beautiful, though, um, doing this piece for Lindsay because uh, Lindsay had been in remission 
um, for three years. And just being able to put somebody's strength of character and just be so humbled by, you know, what they've gone through and how beautifully they have handled it and have been inspired by it. It was really just such an honor. She's um, working on becoming a cancer coach to help people through their journey. And it really, it was like for all of the people that I've lost, I was commemorating them at the same time I was commemorating her. I even took a couple of flowers from my friend Mary's uh, funeral bouquet and I pressed them and they're actually in the piece. And Tracy, were there any lessons that you took away from this experience? Anything that you learned that you didn't expect to learn? I just wanted to thank Lindsay for being so open and candid and vulnerable in sharing her story with a complete stranger. It takes a lot of courage and strength to do that. And I am forever in her gratitude. I've created the most beautiful piece of art I've ever made because of her. You know, I've always thought that I was a person who had a lot of gratitude. And um, there was evidently room for a lot more because just in, in listening to the things that she's had to endure and to still have a positive attitude at the end of it, even on the worst of days, it's still a great day. That's for sure. And what would you say to an artist who's interested, but they're not sure if they want to get involved with this program? I would highly encourage it. When I sent Lindsay a photo of the finished piece, what she said to me was so moving. She said that she's never felt so seen or so held by somebody. And for it to be somebody who's a, a stranger and to really see you, to put that into a piece of art, to do that for somebody is really just such an honor because you're not just doing it for them. You're doing it for everybody out there who's had to struggle with this disease. It really is such a gift to be able to give that to somebody. And it's a gift for me because it's, it's really helped me grow, but it's also made space for me to even have more healing when I didn't even know that I, I needed healing.